0: real quick intro I forgot to say a couple things the first thing I wanted to say is I got really insecure about how aggressive I was in that episode I think the one before it and just in general so I'm working on it if you're like wow she's a bitch then yeah I know and I'm working on it (laughs) and then also this episode sounds really negative and the next one also does too but I'm gonna say at the beginning of this one and I said at the end of the last the one after that that I'm not downing these ideas that I would call delusions of grandeur because I'm like, it's not possible. We Nothing is f- changeable. The world is fucked. We should all just accept that. I'm being critical because I think it's possible and because I think we're heading in this direction. And I think that in order for that to happen, we have to be realistic. Somebody has to be a buzzkill. Somebody has to be a Debbie Downer. And somebody has to look at the actual practical sides of things and if nobody's doing that then we're fucked like things are not going to get any better and then i forgot to mention some stuff about communities because we ended up talking quite a bit about money but the one thing i wanted to say about the idea of spiritual communities which is getting really popular again is that we would need in order for it to be realistic then you would need to have things like a dentist a vet uh, somebody who can check the quality of your food to make sure you don't get dysentery, uh, which those people do sciency stuff. I know I know somebody who has done water quality as a job, and they do weird sciency stuff with chemicals. One of my
1: clients literally did water testing for the state in South Carolina.
0: Yeah, I know somebody who did water testing for Ohio. Um, and they have to do that with food as well, because food can have all sorts of things that can fucking kill you. So we would need... And that's like whole branches of the government. So we would have to figure that kind of stuff out And some of it is unavoidable. We would have to figure that out for sure. Some of it we also touched on a little towards the end of the next episode. But some of it, I think, could be eliminated if they would just fucking teach us the proper things in school about how to take care of our bodies. There are remedies, and I do believe that the for-profit healthcare system does intentionally make us do more than we need to do. Sickeningly.
1: Yes, but at the end of the day... How many cures do you think we haven't had, or how many changes do you think we could have received that they they didn't choose to?
0: So there's also something called... Fuck, what's it called? Integrative healthcare. And it mixes holistic and traditional. So basically you use holistic healthcare, yeah, integrated
1: seems great
0: yeah what, what's wrong with ginger no you use holistic for little things like to get over a cold da, 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 da. if you have something like cancer you need some sort of surgery you broke your arm you use traditional health care and that is unavoidable so we would need it's what makes sense yeah so in these spiritual communities we would need people who can do that kind of stuff and that that is a hump to get over and maybe you something know, to GPT, think about
1: chat gpt is going to help change revolutionize that? The, uh, the you know what it is it's the it's that new chat Chatbot that people can type things into, and it, it's basically as close to an AI. They're as They're fucking is dumb, though. They piss me
0: ever. off so bad. What, Those chatbots chat are so fucking. Well, dumb. Not,
1: not is not the same. ChatGPT. Oh, you almost have to pause this because, like, you have to know what ChatGPT is. It's you can't, fine. You can't say you don't know. ChatGPT is. Uh, it's going to revolutionize the world. You're going to be able to just go in, ask what you need, or take a freaking prickier blood, and that sample, that sample is going to immediately going to be parsed through by an AI that can go through so much faster than any doctor ever could dream of. I would of. call
0: this a delusion of grandeur. It is not. Do you know why? Why? It's the same reason... This is happening now, it's, but. No, it's the same reason I don't like the chatbots, because there are too many variables, and while there are... We
1: still have a doctor for, like, the second part, but, like... You as a regular person could just walk up, get a little check, and it's gonna it's gonna tell you what yeah, you ninety-five percent of your visits to be are like. Automatically I just
0: need... checking for variables yeah, like, for the variables.
1: And it's it's more than just that. It will even like you can talk to it, it can recommend things. It it knows because more than a more than a human can, it can see patterns because it's an AI. It's yeah. the benefit of okay, it. Okay,
0: so that's a potential fix. It's a
1: definite coming. Um, it's gonna help, it's gonna change
0: things. Yeah, okay.
1: Anyways, I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: No, basically, you know, I just wanted to talk about like like, the communities things. We have to think about the realistic side of things. If you want to do communities... I mean, people have been talking about the realistic side of communities of, uh, you know, it's not going to be some perfect magical euphoria where everybody gets along all the time. We all have unhealed issues that we need to work on and we all have to be okay with the fact that everybody's different and everybody likes different things and we have to be able to respect each other's boundaries and stuff like that. That is something people have been talking about for a while. But on the more practical... um, Like infrastructure side of things. There are certain things done in this society already that we are so accustomed to, I feel, that first of all, it's not even just we wouldn't know how to live without it. The reason our quality of life and our length of life, our average human lifespan is what it is, is because of these things. So it's not just like, oh, learn how to live without them. Learn how to live without a fucking surgeon. Learn how to live without a vet. Learn how to live without... No, a food quality assurance person. It's not even just learn how to live without it. It's do you want to live a normal lifespan? Do you want to be suffering your entire life? No? Okay, then we need to figure out alternatives. We need to, and and maybe like one of the alternatives is everybody who becomes spiritual just doesn't decide that they want to be a hypnotherapist or a tarot reader or a fucking whatever, life coach, whatever they want to be. Maybe they are like, "Huh? How can I use my spirituality for the betterment of society and not just for more to create more spirituality?"
1: Yeah, support that. Yeah, I mean, we want we want people doing good things for the betterment of others. I mean, well, ideally, we have to have that if we it's if a we if that's we want to be more social, we
0: have this we have this craving to be more part of communities. But in order to do that, we have to be practical about it, or we're all just gonna fucking die, which whatever at the end of the day who cares i'm just here to be
1: yeah i guess so right? a, a buzzkill. we want to do better but you know at the end of the yeah. day it's true it just is what it is you know yeah. It could be a great flood that wipes out 95% of the Earth's population. I fucking
0: hope so. And
1: that would be terrible and sad and all everything you ever did didn't matter. Great. But oh well.
0: That'd be great.
1: And if you oh. live, then okay, cool. This
0: living shit, it's getting old. I gotta be honest. Fuck,
1: I don't know. I don't want <laughs> to die, but I want to It's getting to be live. a lot. <laughs> well, no, I do want to live. I'm actually in a good place now. <laughs> I I Yay. also
0: am in a pretty good place, but that doesn't mean it's not exhausting. It's the, still oh, fucking yep. exhausting. Yep. It is
1: It is a challenge to, to, to keep that healthy mindset and to really really change your mindset is difficult like to truly change it and not just be like willpowering you want to you want to really change it you don't want to you don't want to keep being tense you you know a good drummer is not tense the whole time they're actually really relaxed Yeah, they're playing crazy fast that
0: too because that's another thing about my negativity i will say this i like i was getting really really insecure about how aggressive and negative i've been but at the same time, that is me flowing. I, I'm i not taking it seriously. Like, I'm not... Right, I, if You're just, I don't, if it's just like, whatever. I don't, like, sit around, around and-, and think about this stuff and cry. I mean, I do think about it, but it's more fun to me. It's I fu- get you. It's I like, oh, yes, how are we going to solve this problem? So I guess that the main point of this intro is to say that the main point of this episode and the next is not to say we're all fucked, everyone go kill themselves. The main point is to say, these are the problems, quit denying them. Yeah, silly bananas. Yeah, pretty much. That's, and that's right. And how are we going to fix it? Once you have quit denying it, what are we going to do about it?
1: We say it infrequently, but the, the point of this is to talk about things. And if you can't talk about things, that's you can't true. get anything done. You mean
0: the point of this podcast? That's right. Yeah, we do say that infrequently. Good intro, buddy. Fuck Yeah. Sometimes I go through periods where I'm really annoyed by everything woo because I'm like bro that is not immediately important and it's unfounded and I feel like the most spiritual thing to do in these times is to pay attention to the world around you and then I want to get angry and I want to get excited and I want to get sad and I want to get bored and I want to get into dumb human things like my favorite fiction or internet drama or in real life drama or I want to be gluttonous or spooky and I just want to engulf myself in the actual world around me and I get mad at these times that people are talking about portals and past lives in abundance because I want to use what little money I have to buy the homeless guy down the street a beer and a sandwich and I just want to get shit-faced and act like a fool and regret it later because I embarrass myself and I cannot be bothered to meditate or self-improve because I just want to be here and live my damn life man. This episode is about remembering to enjoy being human for a moment. Sometimes I go through really spiritual phases where I'm reading tarot cards every day and looking up crazy woo woo shit and just everything in my life is not this reality. But a lot of times also I go through phases where I get really annoyed by spiritual stuff and I just keep coming back to the fact that we came here for a reason. Like there's a reason we came to this three-dimensional physical plane, right?
1: I think so. I mean, I think about it uh, that kind of stuff a lot lately, especially since we've we've been talking about it. But I definitely think so. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think a lot of us chose to. I don't think everyone did. Yeah, and like just like you said, realizing
0: that you are not just a three dimensional body is cool and fun, but also at the same time, it's like yeah, but like don't forget this is the only life we remember. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I mean, the, the point of it is to be here for this. The point is to experience it this way, from this point of view.
0: Yeah, and just be fucking human, right? Yeah.
1: This me and you, just enjoy yourself. Like, just like in the uh, Lucifer and Lucifer, they talk about that. About don't, don't forget that you can just sin. Yeah. You can just enjoy it, and sin shouldn't be taken. Yeah. Let's not be religious, but you know, bad things basically that you enjoy. Things people would call That's bad. Kind of, yeah, but that like when I go through then. when I go through these phases, you enjoy yourself?
0: when I go through these phases, I even get mad about the concepts that people call inherently bad they're like oh yeah drinking coffee drinking alcohol smoking cigarettes eating unhealthy food being on your phone too much watching tv too much especially in the spiritual community and the religious community funny how that happens uh, hmm. but like
1: there is a lot of overlap in a, in it's a lot because of these areas you know it's why so it funny. is
0: because a lot of times when people leave christianity they go straight into spirituality and,
1: well, if you are looking for another answer, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. But like, I even get in these phases, I get so mad about those type of things too, because I'm like, these things are not fucking inherently bad. Oh. With, this is the only time I'm, that I know of that I'm going to be able to experience cigarettes and fucking raspberries and fucking drugs. Like the I kind mean, of
1: woo that woo wants to like is the old school woo. That's not really around anymore. Not really so commonly. Not which not, is what? Well, you know what I mean. The 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 old rituals, the old knowledge, the old things that you would tell people and not not because you want to be liked on social media, not because you're trying to impress somebody, but just because you're passing on knowledge and some special group that's learned about astrology. Just like you said, the the people who've tracked for millennia and passed those secrets down. That's what I'm talking about. Real real woo. And and anything like it or anything...
0: What I always find funny is that, like, I... So my favorite genre of TV shows is, like, supernatural dramas and stuff like that. Anything fantasy and supernatural specifically. One thing I get from that fiction is that... Because like, fiction can be really useful at times. Like, I feel like there is truth in it. Even though it's, it's fiction, it's still... There's truth in it. But one thing I always notice about it is that, you know, the witches and the... Magicians and the spiritual people in those shows, they are still so fucking human. They get shit-faced. They do drugs. They're fucking whores. They live their fucking lives. They're not sitting over here like, I need to meditate for an hour a day and stop drinking coffee and only eat kale. They do not do that. They're living their fucking lives and still being magical, you know? Makes
1: sense to me. I mean, magic's gotta be one of the most primal forces and things there is, and it seems to me that there shouldn't be separation. There is no separation. Why do you have to be strict? with yourself just to yeah,
0: yeah but people think they, you do like i don't know if you've ever heard of the pineal gland cleanses or whatever where you're i forget what the word is but it means oh, oh decalcifying your pineal gland uh,
1: wait what is the pineal gland so that's the, pineal the little gland, emotional regulation one in the brain no
0: pineal gland is your third eye it's right here oh okay, <clears> and no idea yeah it's, it's the pineal gland is what people call the third eye and it does some shit i can't explain to you but It's like metaphysical in a way and people talk about decalcifying it. It's a big thing in the spiritual community because they say that, you know, the poison in our food and in our water and all this other stuff calcifies our pineal gland and makes our third eye inactive, aka makes you not spiritual, makes you not intuitive, makes you not aware of the spiritual realm, which I think is fucking bullshit but like when people talk about decalcifying their pineal gland they talk about uh not eating sugar not drinking coffee like basically doing all this really strict stuff and i think that is such fucking bullshit i don't think your pineal gland gets too (laughs) calcified and you can no longer be intuitive and because I myself have never like I have always had. I mean, I've always had a pretty balance with uh, areas of you know a little worse with eating and and substances and stuff like that. I see the but,
1: circle you're drawing because this goes back to what you don't like is the fake woo. The bullshit well, it's not
0: woo. fake though. They think it's okay, true. So they right, believe yeah, it.
1: Yeah, they believe wording, it. Wording. I just get
0: into moods where I.
1: What should I call it? Religious. It's dogmatic.
0: It's the dogmatic woo. It carries over stuff from Christianity. Your body is a temple and da 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 all this other stuff.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. What should I call it? It's not fake woo. Dogmatic then. It's woo. Dogmatic woo. So you don't yeah. like dogmatic woo or just Just bullshit. Yeah, no, I fucking
0: hate anything that tries to tell me what to do. It's really annoying. I know you do. And they're wrong. It's just not true. It's just not fucking true. I don't stop having spiritual experiences because I stop doing things that are bad for my body. And I don't have more spiritual experiences when I don't do things that are bad for my body. Because I actually have done cleanses of foods and substances just for the hell of it. And nothing changes. I don't get more or less spiritual either way. Like, it's just...
1: Yeah, I'm a firm believer that it doesn't really matter what you do and it doesn't really matter what, how you choose to bring it about. You could say, fuck it, I'm going to drink and enjoy my fucking life however I want yeah. and and grow closer to the spiritual. Or you could be super strict, you know, to, you know. If that's what makes whatever. you happy. As, as long as it works for you and it, and you feel it, then I think it can work and that's kind of my 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 thing you know
0: yeah it should, it should make you happy it shouldn't be like oh this is what i have to do
1: yeah that's but, bad i think anything that makes you feel miserable is definitely not good we are the point cannot be to be miserable even yeah. if the monad agrees with all the different experiences in the world it yeah. doesn't particularly want bad you know and
0: to be clear i have had like peri- different periods of cleansing and doing different things throughout my life multiple times, but I did it for the experience, really, not because, And I mean, I guess there was probably some shame there, but at this point looking back, I go, when I do stuff like that, it's because I want the experience to know what it's like to be in a different frame of mind and to be like for things to be different, not because, oh, you should, you should be better as a person in some way. You know what I mean?
1: Right. You're not doing it because you're inadequate. You're doing it because you want to enjoy it.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And that's a good thing.
0: Yeah, for sure. When I was thinking about, you know, the experiences of why we would come here. what Like, we came here for a reason, obviously, to live this human life, this three-dimensional, dense, physical reality. Uh, And I was thinking about why why we would come here for that. And I was thinking, obviously, for ourselves, for our own experiences, literally just to, like, play with things. Like, not just intellectually, but also... Physically, to experience the senses, taste, smell, touch, hearing, all that stuff. Uh, Because I'm sure that in higher dimensional realities, obviously, those things aren't nearly as visceral. And also, you know, mental experiences, challenges, learning, stuff like that. But also to help others. It could be another reason we came here.
1: There's so many takes on it. And I am, I must admit, I just, I have like a strong sense of, I don't know, faith or spirituality but the exact specifics uh they will always elude me i fear
0: yeah for sure i just
1: don't know how to think about it sometimes so i do shift i hold a lot of different views in my head
0: yeah well what do you think about coming here for the experience of literally just experiencing things and to help others what do you think i don't know like
1: i still feel like this this is like i feel like we all are pretty much our, our one person we all are ourselves oh my goodness tongue twister yeah all are ourselves <laughs> so if that's true how does someone else come okay that's that's one thing I keep thinking about there yeah how is it someone else coming is it, is it someone else is it still just me are I you talking think... about the
0: unity consciousness like we are we're individuals but we're also part of unity consciousness yeah
1: ba- basically okay. I think that's to me yeah to me that's true
0: uh, I think that's
1: a part of the uh, <clears throat> the universe yeah and I don't think it... I think we could still have so many warring factions. Right? I mean,
0: but. it so logically at the end of the day, if you go really, like if you really, really take yourself really, really far back, then yes, we are a unity consciousness because we're all part of the same universe. We are connected in some way, but I don't necessarily think of it as like we are all one because i mean i think that coming here to we're all
1: little pieces of one one soul then no i don't i don't believe that or rather that's what i'm saying Soul's not a good word we're all we're all one piece of that unity consciousness no i just think that
0: we're all all of our consciousness is in the same universe that we're in so it blends together and it's connected i don't Mm -hmm. think we're the same soul we're all i don't think we're like a unity consciousness i think like are all of our consciousnesses are connected in the same way that i would want to help an animal not feel bad like i don't want to feed yellow and make him happy because we're the same person i want to feed yellow and make him happy because our, our consciousnesses can experience each other and it hurts me when he hurts you know what i mean and i think that would be the same reason that somebody might choose to incarnate into this dense physical realm and when i say like i also wanted to be clear when i say coming here to help others I actually feel really cringy about the idea that is very popular also in spiritual circles of helping others become more spiritual, helping, other, like helping others emotionally become more spiritual and more attuned. That makes me fucking cringe because I think that they're, again, we're here on fucking earth. We don't need more people to have their fucking head in the clouds. Like, yeah, if you want to open people up and have them know that there's more, that's one thing. But having everything dedicated to that makes me fucking cringe because there are people who shit in the fucking streets because they don't have homes. Like having to shit in the streets is something I literally think about all the time when they can eat, when they can actually find food, you know, during
1: the storms recently, I found myself thinking, what about all the people who are outside? They die.
0: Stephanie told me literally when, when it floods in California, just tons of homeless people fucking die. They just die. Yeah. So I fucking cringe when I think about this whole like movement for everyone to have a spiritual job, which is why I'm having trouble with my own chosen thing of hypnotherapy right now. I'm having like an identity crisis with it because I'm like, I don't fucking want to take, first of all, I don't want to take the money of people who are on the same economic level as me. I want to take money from rich people because I'll I'll get to that more at the end. Like. I don't want to take their money and then help them have a fun spiritual experience. I want to fucking find a way to make an actual difference in the world for all the people who are suffering so badly that they can't even think about this shit. You know what I mean?
1: I do. I understand. It's hard to. It's hard to look at someone when really, like, you just they, they kind of disgust you with how you know you just can't you can't, you can't accept it at that moment. You just can't put your mind. You just can't put it together. What do you mean? Um, maybe disgust, too strong a word, but like someone who is rich and entitled and acting like a rich bitch and they're like trying to pay you for work Oh, no, I'll whatever. take their money.
0: I would love to take their money. I will do whatever they want to for them to give me their money because, again, like we'll get more into this in the next episode, which will be solely okay, okay. about money. Okay, you did just money. say you
1: want to take the money from the rich.
0: Yes, for a reason because... Uh, I, you know what? I'm skipping to the end, I guess, because I did put this at the end, but whatever. Because I keep thinking about the fact that, again, there's this huge movement among us who are like, people don't, a lot, most people don't think they're broke, but when you look at wealth inequality in America, you're definitely broke. Uh, you're definitely struggling in ways that you probably don't even realize because it's just normal to you when you look at wealth inequality in America. But all these people who are in the bottom 90%. Who are either kind of comfy or really 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 bad and everything in between uh, a lot of people who are in the kind of comfy or a little lower are going through this there's this huge movement to have your own business and create your own thing and i think that i just keep thinking about the fact that it's not sustainable. And th- this is where the abundance shit pisses me off because it's not fucking sustainable. It's a
1: Ponzi scheme, Katie,
0: Well, basically. it's like... At, it's at, turning at, a culture no, 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 into a no, fucking... No, it's... They, people don't... It's not a Ponzi scheme because nobody's... Nobody is like going like, "Oh, you should all." I mean, it kind of is because there are people who literally life yeah, no, coach it, you on a It is
1: vaguely similar to it is but, not the exact same. It's not peddling exactly, but it is it is very... no because
0: it's not a huge conspiracy. Because I'm, what I'm saying is there are people who do uh, life coach people to get money, but I don't even think they're doing it as some sort of scheme or conspiracy. But, like,
1: oh, but it's just like d- you said, like, I, some people deserve it, they've earned it, right? No, no, they no, can, no, they and they can do that.
0: I don't think we're on the same wavelength right now. Hold mm. on, let me say what I'm gonna say first. So, what I was going to say is this movement for people to have their own business and do their own thing yeah. and stop working for capitalism, it's not sustainable because at the end of the day, the, all the people who want to do that are not rich. So, and th- the wealth inequality problem in America, the, the sheer numbers show that it is a fucking problem and like a huge 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 problem and we're going to talk about that more in the next episode so all you're doing if you're in the bottom we'll we'll even give it some leg room and we'll say if you're in the bottom 75 percent of america all you're doing is transferring money around between people who are struggling you're unless you specifically target rich people it's unsustainable and all you're doing is just transferring money around and everyone will just continue having the same amount of money you know what i mean
1: yeah. So like yeah, the no push that.
0: for abundance
1: is—that's—that's vague. I still—that's vaguely what I'm what I'm getting at is like it, they're they're just selling a dream to all these people and like they're all those people are are being told to basically sell their dream to other people. Who but are in David, the same what boat I'm telling you can't... is
0: nobody's selling this dream. It's a movement, like a random thing that has been happening. There are people who do that,
1: but a a movement, the dream is to just start your own thing. Do your own, be your own, whatever, whatever the fuck it is. That's what I'm saying. No, literally when I
0: say movement, I mean like it's a, it's like a, it's just, no, it's like this universal energy that happened in the last couple of years, probably because of COVID. Like, you know how I told you, I have always wanted to have my own business because I, absolutely have always hated capitalism and everything it stands for so i've always wanted to try to escape it a little bit by being financially independent and being able to do other things i've always wanted to do that but what i'm saying is that people in the last three years have naturally started wanting like naturally without really hearing much about it and there is a push for it a little bit but i'm saying there's been this huge thing where people are like oh i want to do my own thing right
1: I mean, Do you yeah, see what I'm saying, I, I guess I, I, I assume you're almost saying it because I just see it constantly in TikTok and ads just constantly, constantly It's shoved down my throat. I'm like, wow, they really want me to click it. Like, look, look at, look at how much money these, this person makes and they barely work. They, oh. it's everywhere. Yeah. 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 That, and that, but then you see it also in TikTok. It's constantly, those okay. people come up and they're like, look, look at what I'm doing. And you just keep,
0: that's a thing too, for sure. But, like, so that is a thing. What you're talking about And what
1: you're talking about What I'm talking about is people deciding they
0: want to pursue their own creative path and do their own thing. And what you're talking about is a thing, too, where people do probably, like, it's a bit of a Ponzi scheme. But what I'm talking about is people naturally... There's been this uh, mental shift in society where a lot of people are wanting... People who aren't even in these spaces. Like, I'm hearing it from my mother, who is not in these spaces. She's very comfortable working her corporate job... And chilling in her downtime and right. like not doing shit. But she's had this uh, mental shift as well. And I, like, I've seen it a lot from people who are not in these spaces of the, them being like, I want to create my own thing. And I want to do that thing. I don't want to work for somebody else. I want to create my own thing.
1: Yeah, and you're saying there's just not enough room for everyone to do that.
0: And what I'm saying is, yes, there's a reason why we're thinking that. Like I do think it is part of this process of you know becoming more conscious. Yeah. But I, what I'm saying is that it it's unsustainable to do that. And in the yeah, spiritual yeah, yeah. community, they're like abundance. You can do it. Don't don't allow your fears to get in the way but it's like okay there's your fears and then there's also just being <laughs> fucking practical there's
1: there's realities realities
0: yeah. right yeah. my capricorn ass cannot ignore the realities which is that at the end of the day if a huge chunk of the population decides they want to create their own stuff and do their own business all they're doing unless they're specifically targeting rich people is transferring money around between people who are struggling right
1: yeah yeah absolutely there's a lot of cool things to take away from this. Uh Richard was even talking about about how one one thing he's been noticing and I, I find that he's probably true and I think he might be right. People who are, you know, just pursuing their uh he joked that both his boss and his bo- his other boss basically had met their wife at their company. He joked that his his boss bought his wife because he purchased a company where the 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 now wife was the like owner's secretary and he she she became his secretary and they got married and stuff but anyways what he was getting at is that working and doing your doing your job doing your path going through something is gonna likely take you through to new experiences things you want to go to and it's it right you just
0: hit my next point without me even getting to it david uh holy shit finish and then i'll tell you i wrote it down i'm not even kidding no
1: kidding finish So, yeah, like it's doing what it is you need to do or want to do or just doing something, just going and doing it, doing it, doing it for yourself, preferably, but just doing it, even if you have to, even if it's just work, just going and doing it, investing in it. Maybe you get bored and you go elsewhere, but that's still part of the process. You're going to find yourself in good places.
0: Yeah. Okay. so first I do want to say because I just listened to a podcast where they were shitting on how everyone uses the term capitalism and doesn't know what it means. I just want to clarify that I do fucking know what it means and I will be going into further detail on another episode and I am using it correctly oh, shit. in the money episode where we talk about how money is a construct. But even though money is a fake fucking construct, we still live in a world where that's what you need in order to survive. So there's a practicality to it and you have to adhere to it a little bit in some way. Anyway, in that episode, we're probably going to talk about First, we're going to define capitalism because apparently some people don't know what it is. And then we're going to talk about communism, UBI, socialism, and a whole bunch of other shit. Anyway, so the next point that I was going to make was that uh, being involved in life, like when you're actually involved, when you have some sort of job, when you have activities and stuff like that, like actually getting involved in life and doing real practical things, not not just hanging out with people who are spiritual and not just... Uh, being involved in things that are. Right. It's
1: not just hanging out. Yeah. It's doing things. Like when you're doing Whatever practical
0: day to day life things and getting involved in the world, in the actual three dimensional world, I find that I often become extremely inspired and connect to the world in a more spiritual way because I am having physical experiences that connect me. Be- because, like, the one thing I noticed when yeah. I got a job is that, you know, I'm doing very mundane work i'm like i'm i'm a bag boy i'm pushing carts i'm talking to people i'm bagging their groceries i'm sweeping i'm doing all this other stuff but so it's like very mundane and practical work it's by no means spiritual work but i feel more spiritually connected to the world around me because i'm actually getting out and doing real life practical things and having experiences with other people while i'm doing these things and it's inspiring me and making me feel like like the spiritual and the physical are meshing which yeah yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what you were saying. You were saying that, like, more
1: or less, vaguely. It's 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 a coming together. I don't think I, I wasn't aiming to say exactly that, but that sounds right. It sounds. It you were sounds saying very like,
0: uh, your boss met his wife at work, and yeah
1: these experiences are just again it's all it's all the playground for us to do things it's it's just where we can do what we want to do it's
0: been said before but it's the perfect way to say it is like it is a playground yeah
1: we in video games a sandbox everyone if anyone who knows video games really a sandbox like grand theft auto or any just a big old square or whatever you want to call it where you can go do whatever there's an
0: actual sandbox in video games in every video game (laughs) no i'm confused no no
1: no i was saying anyone who knows games knows what a sandbox game is what is that imagine like a big rectangular arena and anything can happen in that sandbox environment or it's also used for computers so basically this is a sandbox it's like there so a sandbox sandbox game
0: is there's no specific goal you just experience
1: yeah, I mean, it, yeah, not necessarily, but basically, yes, that okay. the core of it is that it really just means that it's it's a set area and you can do what you want in that set hey, area. Hey, I actually this played one of those box.
0: for a while ago. And when I tell you what it was, uh, you're going to fucking laugh at me because I figured out that I had gotten this game from my uh, brother-in-law and I figured out that basically they couldn't sell it. So they were giving it away with one of the f- probably Call of Duties or something that came out. Wow. Do you want, you, so you probably know because it was at GameStop. Take a guess. Halo? no fucking it's called naughty bear
1: <laughs> naughty bear do you remember it no
0: apparently they literally gave it away with i don't know one of the popular video games because nobody wanted to buy it but i had a lot of fun on it it's just these mean bears that, like stab each other and do bad things oh my
1: god <laughs> and you're just out there just enjoying the hell basically, out of like basically the worst game so bad that like they gave grand theft auto
0: vibes there isn't really a goal you're just going out and doing weird shit with, a, with a, a teddy bear.
1: I may have seen this in passing from video game reviewers who were doing funny games. Because yeah. actually, you know what? That sounds very familiar. It was
0: fucking fun. I'm not no. going to lie to you. Oh,
1: <laughs> that was what you played? Yeah. For
0: like, I literally, it was like a month that I was like, uh, this is so cool. I'm no, a teddy bear and I'm stabbing other teddy honestly, bears. Honestly,
1: Katie, give me a fucking high five. <laughs> I fucking love that. that is for cool me,
0: it me. was just very simple. No crazy creativity. It was just evil teddy bear stab things fun (laughs) it just made me fucking laugh that the teddy bears No, it's it's funny i as i was sitting here like as i was having one of these moments where i became disgusted with i kind of came out of it but then i kind of went back into it i think i'm coming in and out of the moment where i become disgusted with the whole like spirituality really not relating with this 3d reality because you're so into the fact that it's fake Or whatever. Um, I think
1: it's okay to just be spirit. Just I I really feel like you're just saying you're spiritual, but you just don't agree that no, 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 no. It's
0: not even that. I'm saying I go through phases. So there are times when I'm extreme. I am extremely like that. I'm like, yeah, let's talk about portals and aliens and let's meditate every single day.
1: If that's the case, then what do you do about like if if you were just that a few months ago or a few years ago or whatever? If you were just at a phase that you're now hating on. Do you do you hate much on those people at that no, point? No,
0: I don't hate them. Well, uh, no, of course okay, not. but Okay, so know what I mean. yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I hater. judge them? The only thing I think is that everybody, and again, we'll get into this more in the money episode, but a lot of people and I, you know, like I said, I go through phases. So I'm there sometimes, and I'm not there sometimes. Although the wealth inequality thing has always been something I've always thought about, and has always held me back. But the fact that people in the spiritual community do act like they're so loving and so caring. And all they want to do is help others. And we came here to help others. And they want, they choose to become tarot readers because of it. They choose to become hypnotherapists. I'm calling myself out because of it. Instead of thinking about how they can fucking help people have homes. Help people not experience systematic oppression. And it's like... I, so I guess the only thing that does make me judgmental is I go, Jesus fucking Christ, guys, we could be putting our energy to actually helping the people who are actually in this fucking reality with us, whether it's fake or not, they're fucking here. And I suspect they're part of the reason that we're here. And we're not doing that. We're just giving people fucking tarot readings. And giving them hypnotherapy sessions. And it irritates me. So do I judge them? Yes, I also judge myself in these phases. And then when I'm no longer in these phases, I still think about... Um, That's
1: fair. As long as you judge yourself during it yourself yeah, it, at the same time. For I, sure. I, I can accept that. Because yeah. I, you know, I was just reading today. I won't take too long. But it's so very normal to hold good and bad thoughts together and a thought is not 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 either it can be both yeah it can literally just be and this is an important distinction
0: yeah it is important and i think that people are starting to realize that but it's really hard to verbalize it how do you explain it because we
1: americans are exceptionally weak at that we are very dichotomous we taught we're taught to think very dichotomously which <laughs> simply means yes and no
0: you know what's really funny i'm sorry finish your thought first. No, no, a big thing in the spiritual community is also duality and you're saying that it's an american thing
1: americans are exceptionally weak at it's thinking n- we, we yeah we see we, this we is think part of experience
0: the actual fucking world and maybe people spiritual people the- in america would shut the fuck up about duality Correct. if they experience the actual fucking world
1: yeah it's it's just it's just religion teaching like we're taught this this way and also we're still taught in classrooms which everyone everyone is don't get me wrong i'm not saying classrooms are bad but uh we still teach in an antiquated method it's just very we don't really we don't really allow young people to to challenge their barriers or freedoms or or anything like that at the times they really should be classrooms will always have a purpose i want to go to class soon i'm going to but we really need young people especially, and older people too, to do a lot more than just sit in a classroom and do things. Yes. There's so much more to growing, and being physical is really important.
0: Yes. Not,
1: yeah. not PE, just physical, just doing things. You can be light, you can be a thin, frail person, you still gotta be physical, you got to touch, do...
0: Like, yeah, you mean like actually experiencing <clears throat> the physical world around you. Yeah.
1: Just yeah. Be a part of it, do something, touch something. David, not, yeah, just we're,
0: we're on the same fucking wavelength because yet again, you are on a point that I was about to get to.
1: That's that's where we're at. That's, that's where we're at. Back to it.
0: Wait, you're looking at me funny. Did I do something to piss you off or am I being too interrupty? No, no. Okay.
1: No, am I?
0: I don't know. You were looking at me funny like, Jesus Christ, woman, shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not thinking that. <laughs> that's not me.
0: Okay. Well, anyway. Not right now. So in this current phase, I switch phases like probably... 2 to 5 times a year where I go from one to the other. But in this current phase of getting what I would call actually grounded, not not sitting in a fucking pit of mud to make yourself feel better, actually getting grounded, actually actually trying <laughs> not to not
1: sitting in a pit of mud, <laughs> which
0: is also a thing. I'm just <laughs> yeah, shitting but. on the fucking spiritual community so hard right now, but it's fine. I'll I'll be doing the same shit in 2 months. It's fine. But We so, got to
1: do woo woo comedy that's what we gotta do
0: people already do that i listen to a I don't few care. of them
1: i'm glad some do we gotta do some woo-woo comedy stand-up <laughs> no
0: thanks as in this recent phase of me getting irritated and being like why aren't we paying attention to the world around us i came across this person simone vey who was a philosopher a long ass time ago in france and she is the fucking role model for experiencing the world around you and using that to be more spiritual, metaphysical, whatever you want to call it, connected. So I bought her anthology, but I'm still a little too ADHD to actually read it. So I listened to two podcasts about her and some fun things about Simone Veil is that she was born relatively wealthy. Uh, I don't know if she was like rich, but I mean, she went to a nice college because that was one of the weird things about her is that. She went to a decent college. I think she went for philosophy. And rather than becoming a philosophy professor like most people would do, she got normal jobs. Why? Because her whole ass, one of her major points was that she was going to uh, experience other people's perspectives. She really wanted to know. So she, at one point, worked in a factory. And mind you, this woman also, she died at like the age of 35 because she had some sort of physical chronic illness. Yeah. Um, and she literally died because of how hard she pushed herself. So she helped in wars. She worked in a factory. At one point, she was a math teacher. And the way that she taught math was by taking them outside and basically looking at the math in the world around them which is what you were saying, yes.
1: They should. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And,
0: like, apparently when she was... Like, she had to help in the war and she had to help in factories because she wanted to know what it was like. And I did read part of that part of her anthology where she was talking about what it was like to be in a factory. And she just talked about how miserable it was but how she was going to keep going because she needed to know what it was like to have to do those things in order to survive. Apparently when she was in the hospital, like, basically dying... She basically wouldn't eat as much as they wanted her to because she would only eat as much as the rations of, I don't know if it was the soldiers or what uh, in the war, but um, she kind of fasted as she was dying because she was like, I'm only allowing. Men. Yeah,
1: she, she rationed the same as the people in the war just to, because that's how serious she was. And she died supporting her own philosophy. Yeah. Really something. Really? And, like, it made her stand out. She knew.
0: Yeah. For sure. And the other thing, so her her one thing was actually experiencing the world around you and how much, basically she would say like, you can have as much academic knowledge. And this is kind of where I could learn something from her because she's like, if you just sit around and fucking think all day and learn, you're not really learning anything unless you get out into the world. And I do need to take that advice because I do sit around and think all day and I don't get out into the world enough but that was her one point was that you should be experiencing the world in order to actually understand and her other thing was paying attention without getting attached because if you pay attention to what's going on around you without getting detached you will find that you without never,
1: getting detached? Without
0: getting attached. attached. So, you, so you pay attention from an objective point of view to everything going right. on around you and you will find that you never have one solid belief. Now that one is me. I love that part. But basically it's like, yeah, if you're actually experiencing life and you refuse to get attached to one one viewpoint you just keep experiencing it so right. like you're not like oh this happened when i did this so that means right. x y and z you're like let me try it again and see what happens this experiencing
1: time. life is not is, is almost at odds with holding one belief
0: exactly yeah but it's like you
1: being holding one belief usually implies you you want to support it because we naturally look for things to support why we do things it's a it's a human thing we do about worldviews especially so yeah it makes sense Uh, change experiences extra scary it could disprove something that's important to you but if you're not attached to anything specifically any specific worldview
0: yeah so she's saying like it much more easily because most people they would do some things you know and then they would come to a conclusion about whatever consequences they got from doing the thing whether that be good consequences or bad consequences and they would stick to that conclusion until something forces them to change their mind something openly is like nope that's not the way it works then th- they might change their mind but other yes. than that
1: climate change isn't real the water's rising climate change is real but we're fucked i believe you now
0: yeah
1: like, i'm just saying it's the same shit yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah, exact yeah. same thing blue in the face yeah. all evidence in the world but until we face a real consequence we don't learn
0: yeah yeah. but so she's saying rather than coming to a conclusion when you experience something you just continue experiencing and if you just allow yourself to not get detached or not get attached like remain detached from whatever consequences are coming your way, you will find that you will never find one solid thing to be true. Is kind of what she said. You just
1: described the follow through. You basically said you have to follow through because you can't stop halfway through. Learn a new. The ne- if you stop at the next experience, you still become attached. You have to continue continue remaining objective yeah. and continue yeah. experiencing yes the whole time you have to continue the whole life yeah. your entire yeah. life you yeah. never
0: through. you yeah. never say just because i did x and got y and as right. a consequences 10 times in a row you never say oh well that's what it's always gonna be you know what i mean you continue being like what's gonna happen you know like you just keep living your life you never come to a, a conclusion of what will lead to what and you will find that basically you won't have a belief not just because you're not letting yourself but because you're seeing the world differently you have a different perspective and because you have a different perspective different things are happening does that make sense yeah it's yeah, really yeah. hard to explain
1: yeah uh, that, that makes perfect sense
0: so she's okay. fucking rad and i love her what do you think of simone bay
1: she's I mean, I think you know she's amazing. That's what I think. She died for her. She literally died to support her own beliefs. That is I mean, damn. I
0: mean, I think she's an extreme case. Like I'm like Absolutely, I don't want everyone to die over it. You don't need to be a hero about it, but I get that maybe that's what she wanted to experience. She
1: but she she did have a greater purpose. And at that point she was she wouldn't have done it I don't think just for herself. She did it also because there were people looking and she wanted to I really would raise awareness rather to
0: her. that she did it for herself because well then I, she's just doing it no, so she no, no, can no. truly gain not, the experience n-
1: but it wasn't not not all of her experience i mean at the end that followed oh you're oh, saying
0: so she could be a good example
1: yeah, i I'm, yeah, I'm saying yes yeah, she wanted to bring awareness to what these people are dealing with that you can't just ignore that these people are over there dealing with this this is what they're dealing with look at me you can't ignore me this is what they're dealing with so my obsession with
0: homelessness, should I um, make myself homeless? Please don't change sh-
1: yourself to a tree to support a tree. No, please don't, please don't no, die in the street start, to give them, you can know, I, but...
0: Can I start pooping and eating in the streets and asking people for money to honestly, raise awareness?
1: Honestly, I feel like you could.
0: Yeah. You fucking could. Especially, you could probably get a lot of people like to do. be fucking terrible, but really, you would make them look. Yes, and the thing, because this is what I think. The thing that hurts my fucking heart so bad, because at work, we get, like, probably at least one... Not necessarily homeless, but definitely vagrant squatter type in the parking lot. At least one every shift I work. And the thing that really hurts my heart is how inhumanely they're treated. Like, they can absolutely be doing nothing wrong. They can be not bothering you. They can be just basically just sitting under there while it's raining. Or they, like, maybe they just want a place to sit down in the shade. And people will still... Totally agree. People will still fucking act weird. And they'll still get taken off the property by the security guard. And, like, yesterday there was a dude who was clearly homeless pushing around a shopping cart. And this one girl came up to him on her own, gave him a coat. And because of that, other people – and had a conversation with him, talked to him like a real human – I was pushing carts at the time. So I got to eavesdrop. Yeah. And because she did that, because she treated him like a human, other people started following suit and just like actually talking to him. Because that's another thing that really, really hurts my soul when I see homeless people is how people act so uncomfortable, like they don't want to be near them and they just treat them like they're not fucking humans. So because she treated him well, other people were also treating him well. But because people were talking to him, yeah. the security guard thought um, that he was asking for money and took him off the property. And I was so, so, so fucking pissed, David. Uh, but the moral of that tangent was to say because I don't look like a homeless person. I have, you know, my clothes aren't fucked. My are fi- you Sure about that? My fit. I mean, I do a lot because I don't really care what I look <laughs> like. But you know what I mean. It's not the same level. Like my my face isn't weathered. I look fine uh i'm a young female so people would see me behaving the same way as other homeless people and it definitely would start to make them think you know what i mean yeah
1: would probably or at least if you convince a lot of your friends to start doing it yeah like listen there's like if everyone seriously was like look we gotta we're just gonna pretend like we're fucking homeless it's gonna be fucking terrible it's gonna be disgusting it's gonna be nasty it's gonna be gross we have a problem though and there are people working on it. There's I just saw an uplifting thing about the homeless issue with some some sports owner team. He wrote a, some I don't know, some big letter. He's creating some big thing. I don't know, it's specifically for the homeless people to move them specifically to pay to move them to like a ton of homeless people to a, to a, a basically a giant s- shelter reser- reservation. Yeah. Cool as fuck. You would love it. You should, I I will check it out for you.
0: The podcast that I listened to about communism, they were saying, and they have sources, but I haven't, I didn't check for this particular episode. Um, but they were saying when you look at it financially, homelessness is one of the many issues that actually it would be cheaper to just buy yeah, everybody a home. That's what I've it said. It would to actually you. be that's, cheaper that's to just buy everybody it a home. It is cheaper to buy
1: a home it than to deal with cost, the consequences. Yep, of it easily cost a million dollars, and this is like fifteen-year-old data. A million dollars a year in all the different ways that a homeless person causes um, cost to the one city One homeless and state. person, one million dollars? One homeless person in all the varied ways... That they affect and all, and like that, that cost is like a detailed, real, like actual cost analysis, you know. You and if know, it was 15
0: times. years ago, it's probably it's way more now, way, way, it's way more, more now.
1: And that's on top of the fact that it's also just horrible and way worse for crime and stuff and just bad all around. It, that's like just cost, not even looking at the morality. It is cheaper to just, you know, pay. I talked it's to so somebody stupid. who
0: said that 15 years ago, rent here. They said something stupid low. It was not a thousand. I know that it was somewhere between like seven fifty and nine hundred. That's that, that probably
1: about right. That that is right when right, those years right there are right when rent started to really begin creeping and never coming back down.
0: Yeah. So along with the because we've been talking a lot about the money aspect of it, which again I want to save a lot of it to go into greater detail for the next episode, but. The other thing that bothers me in these phases when I start to judge the spiritual community is that they have a this attitude with a lot of things and I have this attitude when I'm in the, you know, spiritual phases, this attitude of like ignore it and it'll go away kind of thing almost. There's nuance to it obviously, so that it could be like, "Oh, allow yourself to be, you know, honest with yourself, but don't don't ruminate on it or whatever." But the thing is, and I'm not saying ruminate on it, don't ruminate on these things, don't allow them to take over your life, don't hate yourself for it, but don't fucking ignore it. Uh, When people talk about abundance and building communities, like spiritual communities and stuff like that, there are practical issues, very practical issues that are necessary that go into that. That you cannot ignore. Ignoring it is exactly what has made it fail. It's exactly what has made nothing work. The practical issues are that the biggest one, the main one, the queen bee practical issue for these things is that we definitely live in a system where the rich people would like to stay rich and they would like us to not be rich. And yep. w- if we ignore that and pretend Ooh, it'll go away, nice. because what?
1: It's a good. It's a good put together. It's a good
0: thought. It's just like if we ignore that and pretend it'll go away, then guess what? They're just gonna keep doing what they're doing, and we're gonna be fucked for it eventually. Like for example, I don't know if this is true, but my dad was telling me that if people used to have it, because the idea of having a spiritual community has always been around, and I'm not talking about
1: I'm sure like there
0: obviously there's cults, but then there's people who are just like. We want to grow our own food and meditate and da 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 da, and we want to barter. And that's the main thing. My dad said that when a community finds a way that doesn't adhere to capitalism to succeed, that community disappears or some shit happens to them. And that's the type of thing that happens when you fucking ignore the practical side of things, which the queen bee issue is that we live in a society where they don't want people to be able to sustain themselves and something must be done about that, that
1: it's actually true and it's fucking disgusting that there's people thinking in that high level overarching view fucking evil that is straight villainous like you may not be perpetrating daily crimes in your life but you are evil yeah fucking vile.
0: Well, I'm not saying, like, again... No, there are. No, 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 no. no, What I'm saying is we shouldn't ruminate on it. You're correct. It is evil. It is wrong. We shouldn't ruminate on it. We sure. We shouldn't let it destroy our lives, but we can't forget it. We have to do something about it because guess what? If you fucking ignore it, that's why everyone fails. So this is like Captain Capricorn here saying that, I guess... Those type of ideas of just like think positive and don't focus on the bad things and you'll get whatever you want. It's like that's not how life works. We have
1: to heal
0: the systematic issues. Because even if 1% of the population or 5% of the population or even 10% of the population is able to manifest their own money and able to manifest their own healthy community and whatever else they want to get in their lives you're never going to see it on our large level. So at that point, then do you just not care that other people can't have it? You know what I mean? Like, something needs to be done about the system. It's
1: basically what I was just thinking right now about my job at capitalism and how I was just, like, literally having that thought right before you said that that, like I've, I've got I've got myself in a good situation right and it happens to be pretty nice for me and theres a good chance there's growth and whatever I'm just saying I, it's, it happens to be pretty pretty well for me right now I still don't like the system though because I was just thinking that to to just to just to just follow into that and ignore the fact that there's some people who still struggle and just be like oh they could just work harder I mean I'm doing it that is ridiculous that is asinine and it's like a lot of people really struggle with with that again it goes back to that dichotomous thinking that that well it worked for me it it can work for you no you don't know that person's life circumstances you don't know if they could ever get a job at a place like this because they've got a past so it doesn't even matter if they become the most qualified person in the world they're never going to be qualified because our culture and our it just doesn't support it our work doesn't support it we're never going to give that guy a chance
0: When people say work harder, it tears me to fucking shreds. Because, I, like you said, there's an infinite amount of reasons that people would be in a situation they're in, and we shouldn't even try to comprehend because there's no way you could possibly comprehend every single person's experience. Really. But logically, at the end of the day, nobody is so lazy that they wanna sleep on a fucking park bench. Right. Nobody's so lazy that right. they wanna take a shit in an alley. Nobody's so That's fucking lazy you've been that sold. they want to starve. That is not a thing that happens. Exactly. You even don't if become... they're lazy,
1: even if they are actually lazy. And even if there are an actual touch of people, a little dash, a little. T- There's nobody dash. so lazy
0: that they want to sleep on a park bench. That's not well, a thing that happens. Well, no,
1: no. Well,. I'm- just talking about if you had everything given to you and a house and you're yeah. stable, yeah. would you truly just do nothing? I'm saying a smidgen of Even people. Even if they do, a who smidgen, fucking cares? That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. A smidgen of people might, but you know what? They're still going to spend their fucking money. And the rest of people, the majority of people, the at least minimum 90%, and i pull pulling that number out of my ass, but I'm telling you it's got to be way higher than 90, probably closer to 100 are gonna do something nobody wants to be bored we will hurt ourselves over being bored that's a fact we will suffer rather than being bored
0: i'm gonna have to take like half of this episode out and then just like copy and paste it into the money episode just kidding i'll (laughs) leave in stuff that kind of starts the conversation throw it all together because we're gonna get in depth the main point of that part was like you can't just ignore the bad stuff that's happening in life because if you ignore it it will not go away uh, you can't like you shouldn't be focusing or ruminating on it, but you should always have in right, the back right. in the back of your head that something needs done, and how am I going to solve this problem? That, that is can't... a problem
1: for a lot of people. Yeah. How, how do you how do you simultaneously keep it in mind and not feel terribly guilty about it, like you're not doing anything? Yeah. Well, that's a challenge for a lot of people. They're just like, well, how you're telling me not to ignore it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but like, and I know about it, but how? So how do I live my life? Aren't I ignoring it? Well, no. I think you can bring it up socially, where appropriate. Try to help shift people's opinions slowly. Those little ripples, I think, make a change. So being aware and telling people that alone is a big deal. It yeah, adds up. and also it just
0: acknowledging the fact that you're. That's what I'm saying. No, I, but I'm saying acknowledging the fact that you are going to have days where it feels all-consuming. You're going. You are going. Oh yeah, like if you are honest with yourself and you acknowledge the fact that you are going to have days where the the state of the world is feels like weight crushing it's going to hurt it fucking hurts. maybe it
1: fucking should
0: it should fucking hurt once in a while not all the time it shouldn't consume your life right but like it should fucking hurt if if you're living in reality at all if you're at all living in this reality it should fucking hurt you sometimes yeah uh, I mean, don't because you care about your children blows.
1: or your nephews or, or your somebody
0: else's fucking children? Else's I'm swearing kid. a lot. Uh, yeah, we, we both are.
1: We, we're on a cussing rampage. <laughs> we're on a fucking rampage. Yeah, <laughs>
0: but like, yeah, it should hurt sometimes. Acknowledging the fact that if you're being true to yourself and honest about the state of the world. You can't just pretend you can't just pretend that everything is all sunshine and daisies. If you're being honest with yourself that the state of the world is shitty, it's going to hurt sometimes and that's fine. You're going to have days yeah. that you want to fucking die. I have days that I want to fucking die because I'm like I'm never I feel like I'm never going to get off this fucking hamster wheel. But then an, another part of me has yep. has to give myself time to feel that feeling and then yep. and then be like okay, what am I going to do?
1: That's so good and what, it's very how healthy. How am I gonna work it's towards very, it? It's very healthy. Not everyone's there, but yeah, that's, that's the that's a good healthy way to do it. And again, duality is a harder is harder than uh, dichotomous thinking. It's it's harder to think in that that way of accepting both things. It's yeah. a challenge, but you're definitely right.
0: Being a Capricorn sucks sometimes because I'm like I sound like a fucking know-it-all, but it's literally just because I've tortured myself to get these answers. <laughs> And it's, that's a Capricorn thing. Huge stereotype.
1: I mean, that's why you learned it. That's why you feel like you're here. Yeah. You like, you like being helpful.
0: I guess so. Let yeah. me check something real quick. Okay, so the last thing that I did want to talk about was connecting with other people who are both... Like, I've had this urge to connect with people who are both messy and also open. Okay, so I always liked people who are a little messy. And by messy, I mean, like, chaotic and, like, not people who don't have their shit together but people who are definitely not in any sort of structure you know people who are like back and forth they're chaotic and i thought that maybe it was a toxic trait but now i know it's because they're living their lives okay and when you're actually living your life and having actual experiences physical intellectual mundane whatever you tend to get things tend to get messy things tend to get chaotic right what
1: are you looking at i'm just staring in the distance (laughs) Okay. Oh, You're freaking me out today, baby. Why?
0: <laughs> You're being weird. Am I? Um, so, yeah, I've had this urge to, like, find people who are messy and also woo-woo, and it's really fucking hard. Like, they're on the one Discord I'm on, but those people are all over. What fucking lizards? <laughs> <The> li- <laughs> what lizards? <laughs> what lizards? David Sorry. keeps staring off in the, the corner, and I... What? I asked him if he's in communications with the fairies, like, yellow, and now... And then he said, no, the lizards.
1: Yeah. Or a lizard man.
0: Oh, God. Anyway. It's hard to find... Jesus Christ, David. Now I'm scared. (laughs) What I was going to say is it's fucking hard to find people who are messy and woo. But that's what I want. I think that would be cool. You know? Like, people who are woo, who are like, yeah, anything's possible. Now, let's fucking go do stupid human shit, you know? I wanted to end this by stating things that we think make this perceived reality really cool like the things that make this physical mundane reality awesome to be in do you consent
1: i've got my favorites
0: okay so mine are pineapples drugs uh connecting with others like deep conversation wise overcoming a challenge and when i say overcoming a challenge i mean like you're going through a hard point in your life and you're like how am i ever gonna get over this and then you find out a way to do it that's really fun doing it Pretty stuff in nature and clothes and etc. Weather, I really love weather. Like when it's sunny, I'm like, wow, this is awesome. When it's rainy, I'm like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. And when it's snowy, I don't like snow, but it is pretty. And like when it's windy, I'm like, this is so fucking cool. I just love weather. It's a really weird thing about me. Also chocolate and pets and things that are fuzzy and things that are funny. And uh, anything that opens my brain up to new stuff like This year, the current thing that has opened my brain up to different possibilities in reality is paranormal stuff and cryptids. Like, learning that there's just, like, a whole section. There's, like, a whole community of people who just look into and talk about and have experiences with unknown animals and, like, monsters, if you want to call them that. That really opened my brain up to be, like, whoa, this is wild. I love it. All right, what are yours?
1: Hell, uh... Raiding in World of Warcraft, taking down those big bad bosses. What? All right, video games with my friends basically is a fucking treat. Okay. Video games with a friend purpose, like you said. I mean, you kind of covered like everything with that. You really did.
0: Even the foods. I, did I list your favorite foods? I well,
1: you know you, All you said was pineapple. Okay. Chiladas. I I love chilada alcohol. Yeah. Delicious. My favorite.
0: No, like, the level in which I love pineapples, I've literally been worried that if there's an apocalypse or something... I will not be able to be in a place where I can grow my own pineapples, Fuck. and it would be sad. That's the level to which I love pineapples. So, like, do you have any foods that I love
1: pineapple flavor that much? But I no, can't say pi... real I, mean, I mean, sorry, pineapple. sorry, not not pineapple. I meant mango. Yeah, mango. Mangoes are shit.
0: okay. The flavor's good, but pineapples yeah. are just a reason to be here. You know what I mean? I soda.
1: Like... I know it's really terrible. and It's artificial and so bad. But like soda. Oh my god. Like one of my favorite things in this fucking world. Give me that glucose <laughs> soda sex music you know cats anytime you feel like you've overcome something is a particularly satisfying feeling yeah probably kind of what you were saying earlier about the reason that you know this 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 reality is so densely packed you know mm-hmm. it's so we can overcome shit because that's really satisfying i yeah. bet you that experience alone is pretty hard to uh, come by yeah if in a higher dimensional reality yeah like the
0: experience one. of like you're you're working on some sort of task or doing something well, really difficult something, yeah, yeah yeah exactly like an it obstacle seems, yeah, yeah
1: like yeah, that's gotta be not as common right yeah this this world this reality is chock full of obstructions and difficulties
0: yeah if you think about it we base so much of our entertainment around it like video games board games Stuff like that—it's all about overcoming obstacles. Uh, movies are about yeah. overcoming obstacles. Wow, that's wild! I never thought about Can that. Can
1: there even be a reality without doing things, though? And that's kind of what it comes down to—you gotta overcome something. Like, what else is there at the end of the day, even at a higher level? And again, if if we did, if the Monad did split into every, every little every person, it's just because they were so fucking bored. They would rather suffer and and potentially suffer. And have a chance at being really happy than to be alone and know everything and just be bored.
0: Some of Dolores Cannon's clients explained past lives in realities that were not so physical like ours. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they had, they basically did have the true definition of communism, which is moneyless, stateless, classless, where everyone just did their own thing and created their own thing and had fun, and like it's not physical and it's not dense and it's not hard and there's not a lot of suffering. A lot, there were people who came from realities where you could live as long as you wanted and whenever you felt like dying you died all sorts of different realities so yeah you, you saying that uh i mean if this is true we obviously have no fucking clue we don't but, but these people are claiming that this might be more rare than we think to be in a situation where literally overcoming obstacles is such a big part of life
1: no i mean that's that's an interesting interesting, that's a very i like it i mean it's this reality is rewarding even when it can be extremely difficult for a sensitive folk
0: do you have anything else before i say my final stance
1: give me your final stance don't don't execute me though wait
0: do you have anything else about life that is the reason why you like living
1: yeah i like connecting with other people Okay. It's like the number, it's, it's like the thing. As I get older, I realize what brings me joy is bringing people I care about joy.
0: Hmm. Interesting. I've realized that the main thing that brings me joy is uh, learning new things. Not like facts, but like having experiences that open my mind up. It's the only thing I live for, man.
1: I mean, it's, that's, uh, yeah, that's cool. That's a cool yeah. reason. No, I just, I just get, I just feel like I need I don't know. I'm always never, I'm never going to know. Everything's just to entertain me. So it's just really nice when I see people I like entertained as well.
0: So I came up with the perfect metaphor for the highs and lows in this physical reality. And do you know what that is? Pooping. Because. (laughs) Pooping? Yes. Because. Oh shit. Yes. Oh shit. Because if you think, no, if you think about it, when you have to poop, it's like the worst feeling in the world right
1: but when you're done you're like no while you're
0: pooping you're like this is fucking great i love this so (laughs) much but when you have to poop you're like this is horrible i have to get to a bathroom now and i really feel like that is yeah and then after it feels good too but it feels the best while you're pooping you're like this is great uh so you know you're like i've been waiting to do this i'll just
1: say this my mom once laughed way too hard at a joke in Family Guy when Meg was talking about orgasming while she's pooping because she plays that, with the That's email. not what
0: I meant. <laughs> I just meant the relief of you've been holding a poop in for a long time and then you're like finally, you know? That's a great thing. Like, it's like the holding it in is like the obstacle and then the pooping is like the overcoming the obstacle. I think we're on the same page here. Yeah, and Hell like highs yeah. highs and lows. Fuck yeah, good give me a high shit.
1: five. Good shit indeed. Yeah. And, <laughs> wait a second,
0: I'm so dumb, but me like two (laughs) seconds to understand (laughs) holy shit oh the
1: puns (laughs) holy shit indeed
0: that's too much